0: Mike, check one, two, three, four, five. My wife says she hates it when I do that. And like, Matt, why do you always count beyond three? I'm like, because I'm different. That's what I do. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12. Everything sounds good. That was for you, Amy. Let me go ahead and start this off right. This is episode. Oh, shit. Uh, I believe 35 let me just double check really quick here this is episode 35 I was right Uh, guest on the podcast today is a good friend of mine Darnell uh, brother his twin Darcell has been on the podcast a few times and uh, we're gonna go ahead and get Darnell on I'm gonna go ahead and do the playlist shuffle right now yep
1: I'm I'm selfish I want you to myself I can't help it. Yeah, I'm selfish. I'm on a
0: roll. want you to myself so happy. I'm going to make a silly playlist and just go to that and start shuffling so I can get embarrassed a little bit more often. Um, again, thank you for coming back and listening to the GRIP Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Sky Osborne. Um, you can follow the GRIP Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, just search the GRIP, T-H-E, GRIP, G-R-I-P. And uh, you can follow us on Instagram at the GRIP Podcast facebook at the grip podcast on twitter under matthew sky oz oz as in zebra matthew with two t's um share the uh, podcast with your friends and family if you want to grow it and uh, eventually do some live shows in some places uh, in the city somewhere here in dfw and outside of the state in this city as well um So share it. These are conversations that we like having, and uh, hopefully somebody gets something out of it. Um, You can also get your Be Humane wristbands. Uh, They are $5, $1 shipping. And the point of the Be Humane wristband is you wear it, and uh, somebody sees it and asks you what it is, you can tell them what your Be Humane issue is. Is it racism? Systematic racism? Is it civil rights? Is it feminism? Equality?
1: Income inequality?
2: Uh,
0: gentrification, global warming,
2: uh, pro-choice,
0: you know, with all the stuff that's happening right now in Alabama, and, uh, Georgia, you name it. So, um, yeah, and if you know me, ask me for one in person, I'll give it to you, you know, for $5, no second, obviously. Got them in black and white. 'm gonna go ahead and let this walk for a second and then we're gonna call her oh
1: my yeah maybe I'm selfish You're my ladies and I can't maybe I'm selfish I't working you to myself let you I can't help it yeah. One yeah but me yeah baby What up, Pam?
0: How your little man doing in New Jersey? Last I heard, he caught the flu and you was worried. Hope he feels better. And thanks, Jonetta from Cleveland, for that good head and your jetta. better. Believe it, Shanice, you my piece from Compton. Before I'm off the plane, make sure you cop some trees to spark up. Danielle, ATL, got them pictures in the mail. You sealed with a kiss and you sent it with Chanel. You looking good in that one showing off your body. Had a Beverly Hills mommy that would buy me Cardi's. Take me to after parties. Her name was Kari. And it sucks that we didn't keep in touch. I'm sorry. But hey, Kim Haas, Minneapolis, you so pretty, hate you show up your titties facility classes Cause I love you girls, though you ain't mine I wish my arms was long enough to hug you all at the same time I'm yeah, maybe I'm selfish I want you to myself, I can't help it All right, everybody, thanks for listening That was Slum Village I believe the song is Selfish <laughs> Only totally be a radio I I can't a host <laughs> I'm on the show Listen to Smooth Jams With Matthew Sky Osborne. All right, let's go ahead and um, let's call this guy and see if he's uh, ready to go. Told me he was ready. We'll see. Just a second. I'm so sorry. Top notch, top notch podcast. On the ball, doing it, doing it big. it's ringing. Hello? Hello, my please speak with Darnell.
2: This is real what's up? Man.
0: Hello, Darnell, how you doing, sir?
2: I'm good, man, what's
0: up? How you doing, man? <laughs> Are you stupid? How you doing young man everything okay Did you pay your taxes
1: Yeah
0: man <laughs> um, So i was telling everybody uh, Who you are I'm like this is uh, This is Darcell's brother A twin And uh told everybody you've been cussing me out for a while Talking about <laughs> Why'd you put me on the podcast fam <laughs>
2: And yeah, he be discriminating against twins, you know. He, he only like one of us. He don't like both
0: of us. That's messed up, man. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. <laughs> nah, man. Um, I mean, being honest, can you hear me okay? By the way. Yeah, you good. You good? Okay. Um. Yeah, a lot of the time, I promise it was like it, I thought we were talking about stuff that you wouldn't be interested in talking about. You know, like when we did the one uh, with, with Ben where we was talking about God and Aliens. Remember, remember we talked about that? I was like, yeah, I didn't know you would want to talk about that.
2: <laughs> well, why not? Did my twin talk about it? Why wouldn't I talk about it? I Which don't know.
0: Twin? I just assumed wrong because like me and Darcel had them kind of conversations like on the frequent and me and you haven't really talked about We talk about what we talk about. So like that never kind of came up. And so I was like, oh, he ain't going to want to talk about that. So I... I, what I'm saying is I take ownership. I messed up, you know, that's, that's, that's my bad. That's cool. So you know, <laughs> I want to, I want to see if I can make up for that. Um, so, um, I really don't, um, like I kind of got some ideas of things we can, we can chat about. Um, but I didn't want to stick to one like specific thing because me and you've had several conversations about a lot of things, and I was kind of just curious to kind of see where it goes.
2: Uh, uh, That's fine with me. Yeah, yeah. About whatever.
0: So, like the thing that was kind of on my mind here recently is black people and Christianity. And um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're a Christian, right? Yes. Okay. And so um, I've been curious about this for the longest time where I'm I'm not a Christian, but I believe in God. Um, Right. I don't believe in Jesus the way Christians do. I think of Jesus like... This guy that was like super charismatic, like maybe like a really good preacher or something. I don't right. think of Jesus personally as like the son of God because I personally get suspicious of any dude or anybody that looks like a dude claiming to be God. Because like if somebody showed up and did that today, like knocked on your door or they was down at the local mall or whatever, and was like, yo, I'm I'm the son of God, you'd be like <laughs> You would be like, nah, man. But but I see, so I feel like it's easy to believe because it's so detached. It's so much. It's so in the past. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I could totally believe that. But if it happened right now, I feel like nobody would believe that. Like Jesus could come back right now, and not like I'm not talking like the rapture. I'm just talking like he could just show up. Yeah, let's say he just wanted to show up and see what was going on. I don't think anybody would believe that it was Jesus. What do you think,
2: man? Probably not. (laughs) Um, Well, for me, just growing up, like, the way we grew up, the only person who put religion in me or my twin brother's life was our grandfather. Uh, He always made it apparent to make sure we go to church every Sunday because, you know, he's from the South, so that's what most— people do. You go to church on Sunday, join a choir, you know, that's just how it is, you know, especially in southern states, but even in the north, because we were in Cleveland, Ohio at the time, so it's always been part of my life until he passed away, and then, and that was in like 1992, or, no, 91, sorry, yeah. and then at that point, I still had a void that needed to be filled about you know, learning more about Christianity and God and church and stuff like that. And it wasn't until I joined like a a Bible study group in college that it became more real to me about why I needed to start reading my Bible more and start doing things in a better life. So uh, I joined several churches and I went to different churches in Columbus, Ohio, which you all know all about because that's where you're from. Um, It wasn't until... I would say 2013, that's the year I moved here. That's the year and I chose to give my life to Christ. Yeah. So I got baptized, and it was in um, in Columbus. Pastor Rich Nathan uh, was the pastor, and the church is— uh, how am I? I forget the name of my church at home. Oh, pastor <laughs> Rich Nathan. <laughs> not the covenant because the covenant is here. <laughs> yeah. uh, hold on, let me look it up real quick.
0: The only church I ever went to in Columbus is Royal
2: Harvest. Uh no nah, that no, nah, I know that one. A lot of people uh, <laughs> know about that one in Columbus.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but this is another uh Bit church in uh Vineyard. That's it. Vineyard, Columbus. Okay. Um what made me like that church so much. It was different from other churches I had visited. I visited a whole lot of churches in Columbus, especially like if you go to Ohio State, the main one that they basically funnel you to is uh called New Salem Baptist Church. So um and I I'm nothing wrong with that church. I know a lot of people still go there. It's a great church, but yeah. it just wasn't for me, which is cool. Um, but going to the vineyard, it was very how I thought. Or, how I perceive religion should be, where it's not focused on a person, meaning like a pastor. It's more focused on just bettering your life, doing things according to God's will or Jesus' will, because it's a non denominational church. And it was truly come as you are, meaning you can come in like hoop shorts and a t shirt, and no one frowned upon that. Like So, it made it more comfortable to really truly dive into the word of God versus coming to like, it's you got to wear Sunday, your Sunday's best, like it's Easter or something like it's not that type of church. And that's what made me feel more comfortable about it. And then it was people I interacted at that church. Well, I, so I decided just Hey, I'm an adult. Let me do this something for me because I've lived my whole life doing things by my own will, whatever I chose to do. I just did it, you know, yeah, regardless of, whatever happens, good, bad, or indifferent, it wasn't like I was trying to live. I wasn't like a heathen or anything like this, but it was on my own accord. But as you get older in life and life happens, you understand, well, not everybody, but I understood that it was important for me to live for a higher purpose than myself. Now, that could happen for everybody, that choose to. Like you said, you may not believe in Jesus, but you believe in God. Yet you feel that there's a higher power.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: In. So, And that's really all it is, is just knowing that it's something bigger than yourself that has to create everything. The moment God became real for me is one day I've always had a Bible my entire life, but I never read it until one day I opened it up and just looked at it. And the verse that I looked at, it was Revelations 3, verse 20. That's the, one one of the main verses I, I know verbatim is, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will open the door and come into him and sup with him and he with me. And that was so profound when I read it because it was like God was at my heart saying, Hey, I'm here. Let me in. And if you do, Everything that I have for you, meaning it, that God has for me, will happen versus what I want for me. Because what we want for ourselves and what God has for us is generally always separate and different. Yeah. I've just learned from my own experiences in my life that what I thought was for me and what God showed me was for me was way different. Yeah. So that's why I. The way I live my life now, I don't live life with any expectations for any person in life other than my own. I don't try to control any situation or any person or anything. The only thing I can do is control me and how I react to life as it happens and understand that what I want to do is just be a better person.
1: Yeah. And
2: that's my view of Christianity, long as it's me trying to be a better person, at the end of the day, I feel like I'm doing all right. I, I can't ever judge because only one person, well, not maybe a person, one being can judge all of us, which is God. Mm-hmm. But if it ain't God, we don't hold the right or the power or the insight to truly judge because we all fall short of the glory of God. That's how I look at it. Right. No one's perfect that walks this earth. So, yeah. that's yeah.
0: This is my <laughs> that's a, that's a nice explanation because like, you just gave me some insight into you because me and you ain't never talked like that. <laughs> so <laughs> I appreciate you being honest and open and, and, and talking about that. And I totally respect that, by the way. Um, even if we like... And I, I find that with a lot of people. Um, I got no problem respecting other people's views. Um, that's your right and that's what you do. And I, I think that is something that it seems like today people can't seem to get over. It's like you have your point of view and your point of view is the only point of view and everybody else is wrong. And um, I, I don't like that um, period. And I don't care what it is. Like you see that in religion, you see that in politics. It's like our side's right yeah. and your side's wrong. Um. Yeah. And even with that, like, okay. For example, I I don't want to stray too far because I still have some things I want to ask you about um, Christianity. Um, I actually have to take some notes real quick, but like, so I personally disagree with a lot of things that um, like Republicans are into. You know, as far as you know, the president and some of the things that they are trying to set in motion as far as immigration, and you don't have to get into this um, if you don't want. Uh, like being pro-choice and all these other things, and even even the racist, I'm like, yo, you know what? You have the right to do all of that. You have the right to believe that. You have the right to live your life that way. You have the right to be racist. You have the right to to be in the fucking Ku Klux Klan. You have the right to do all that. I'm cool with it as long as you're not hurting anybody. But when you start hurting people, then I got a problem with you. And that's kind of an issue I have now with a lot of Republicans because I'm like, yo, the things you guys are setting in motion are hurt, actually hurting people. You know, like they finding like dead kids at the immigration, uh, camps and stuff, you know, and these are motion. there are policies that they set in motion and all these other things. So I guess I was just saying that to say I'm okay with, you know, um, respecting other people's opinions and beliefs. It doesn't seem like a lot of people are. Um, right. I mean, you, is that what you see? You think that's kind of how it's like, it just seems everybody get all up in arms about their beliefs.
2: Well, everyone has a, I agree with you. Everyone has a right to their own beliefs. As long as that belief doesn't impact or endanger or diminishes someone else's belief, everyone can choose to believe what they want to me, long as it's for the positive, meaning it helps everybody, not a specific person or demographic or age group or anything, long as what you believe is positive, I'm all for it. But like you said, once it's a belief makes something else negative, like if someone chooses to believe in racism and then that racism diminishes or handicaps another demographic, then it's not a good belief.
0: Because and it's probably
2: better. He said, what, sir?
0: I said, this is a problem.
2: Right. It's definitely a problem because that's a single-minded look like I only want this for me. And that's not how life was ever designed. And It is it, so evident that life is not designed that way because if it was, it would only be one race. There's so many races for a reason. How is it so many different dialects and demographics and everything if, there's no one better person than any other. We're all people. Like, we just have different shades of pigmentation <laughs> in our skin, but we're right. all still human beings. We all still have 10 toes, 10 fingers, 2 eyes, 2 ears. Got a heart. <laughs> I mean, it's all the same. The only difference is genetics and who's going to be taller, wider, or thicker, slimmer. That's That's about it. Yeah. But we're all still the same. We're all still human beings that's why the word human beings is created. Cause all of us are human beings, regardless of, you know, white, black, Mexican, Asian, don't matter. We're all people. But I agree with you. Like you said, once someone's to even Republican, Democrat, I don't, I don't really get into politics. all like that, uh-huh. I mean, I vote, I vote because it's my constitutional right to vote. And because people died for me to have that right, yeah. I will always exercise that. But, I I mean, I see what's going on on the news every day. I mean, we get updates on your phone all the time. You just, it's heartbreaking to see what's going on, especially in the country that we live in. that is so, if you just, I, I honestly wonder what other countries, how they truly view America. Do they view us as the melting pot where you can come and make it and it doesn't matter who you are, you can make it here, or does it think of us as a joke?
0: Man, this isn't exactly related to like that specifically, but I heard um, somebody say one time it was like this uh, it was like this CIA is ex CIA agent or somebody was on like some documentary talking and they was talking about how the world uh, viewed America and um, or maybe it was specifically like the Middle East. And the, the way she put it was like, yo, they see America like Star Wars, like America is the empire and they're the rebels. Hmm. And I was like,
2: what? <laughs> I can see that.
0: You know, because if you think about it, like, you know, I don't know all the specifics of it. But like um, you know, bombing their countries and you know, all the innocent people dying in the bombings, but everybody's all like pro America. And they usually get like if you contra if you if you condemn some of the behaviors that our government participates in or in like as far as war or policy, international policies, if you condemn it, they try to be like, Oh, you're not American.
1: Right.
0: It's like you're either all in or all out. I'm like, no, that's that's crazy. Like you should be able to condemn your government and 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 point out things that are wrong. Yeah, I don't think we should be bombing other countries um, unless they pose a, a very specific threat to our safety. Because over there, they can't. They got no control over where they was born.
2: You know, you that's just we know. you just born, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, you can't choose who. What race you're born in, what country, you you can't, like, the person being born, the male or female being born, you have zero control over that. Right. But you catch so much hell because of it. That's, <laughs> That's the weirdest thing <laughs> on earth, like, you're born black, but I had no control over that. But I got to catch hell just because of the way I was born or the race I was born. Who has control over that? No one.
0: And that's crazy to me when you see like um I'm I'm a little bit all over the place here, but like you see like white dudes that kind of behave and act like like it's a privilege that they're white. And you're like, yeah, you know, like I'm here, uh, I I'm I'm better than everybody else, or I'm I, I I'm more entitled. And I'm like, you talking like you did that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like fair you just came here like the rest of us like what are you talking about like
2: <laughs> you got no control no. over that no whatsoever but i mean entitlement goes a long way it's a lot of entitled people of all races um but there's i, I would say there i just I, and i will i can only always speak from my personal experiences i can't speak for other people or anything like that cuz that's not fair I can only speak from my own personal experiences and what I experienced in my life. I've seen a lot of entitlement <laughs> come from a specific demographic more than others. i definitely say that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't understand why, um, because it's, you did nothing but just be born a certain demographic.
1: That's, right. that's
2: it. I mean, but I understand, I understand history and I understand there's those in power who want to keep power and why wouldn't they want to keep power if they benefit from it in a way that other people won't. I mean, if they're selfish in in that realm of thinking, yeah, they're going to always want to keep that power. But as history and time has shown us, (laughs) I mean, a lot has changed over the years. I mean, there's, it's so crazy there. It has to be a law that black people can be free in America. That's it crazy. has to be a law. That's crazy, right? There's no other race that it has to be a law for in America that they can be free and can be here and you can't, you know, make them slaves but black people.
0: That's crazy, right? A,
2: that It blows my mind that we're the only people that there physically has to be a law enacted to free us and say we, can, we are no longer slaves but all that any other race <laughs> in the world doesn't need that law, but uh, yeah, that's crazy. To
0: that's bananas, me. man.
2: So, this uh, its a lot wrong with the world in which we live in. I, and I know people always fighting their fight, and fighting. I applaud those who came before us who sacrificed even their lives to put things to try to. Make some type of semblance of being equal,
1: yeah.
2: when it's you know in reality it's it's still never going to be equal as long as people have certain mind frames and and that mind frame is taught. It's not something no one's born racist. Not one person is ever born racist. Ra- racism is a right. learned behavior, learn. and you learn it from the people that's bringing you up or that you're around. So I, I, I hate when people try to act like that's just the way it is. No, you teach. A, like, if you ever go to a park and it's just all kids of all races and they've never heard or been taught anything about racism, they will be, it will be the best feeling you will ever get in the world because kids are just going to play. Yeah, they just They're playing. not looking at race or nothing. They just, oh, I made a friend. We about to go kick it in the sandbox and play with Barbie dolls or G.I. Jones or whatever. We just want to play. It ain't got nothing to do with that. And that's so weird to me how you can just choose not to like someone because of something they had no control over, your skin. Like, if a person cool with me, I'm cool with them. I don't care who you are. I've had friends of every race, and I'm going to always be cool with people of every race as long as they cool with me. I don't have a racist bone in my body. And yeah. I don't. That's not how I was raised. So, uh, th- and that's what I mean. I know it's a learned behavior because if you teach your kids that, that's how they're gonna end up, unless they choose to do something different. Some people do have that self awareness where they understand is wrong, and make a choice to do something different. And those people I applaud a wholeheartedly. But a lot of people fall in that trap of that's all I know, and choose not to be different. And for those people, I say, hey, the world is bigger than your surroundings. So you need to get out of your comfort zone and learn something different
0: but yeah um yeah it's great yeah i i wonder about like like my son right now like he just be he's just he's just a kid right and he don't know yep. he don't know he don't know anything right and so he looks at me dad and looks at mom mom um for i should probably say real quick for new listeners and people that don't know i'm i'm african american my wife is uh, caucasian darnell you african american male just let yes, them know sir. who who they' listening to. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I'm assuming everybody know. Um, and so, like, I wonder like what it's gonna be like for him when like he learns that he's in a that he's an interracial kid and that dad's black and mom's white. Because, like you said, it's learned, so so he's gonna learn it somehow. Um, and then, yeah. like, I wonder how he's gonna handle that. And um, it's always it's curious to me too because he's like he being mixed. I'm like typically makes kids based on the you know the complex the the, the their complexion kind of maybe determines who they identify with um right. so I wonder how he's gonna go because he's not really too dark he's not really white you know like he's like real like <laughs> like just in the middle like he could people called him Mexican <laughs> I can see that (laughs) You know Somebody thought he was A little Chinese baby I was like what I was like come on man Um, Well
2: I mean I have a good friend Like that um, That I went to high school And college with Uh, His dad Is white And mom was black But I don't know if he ever Struggled with that Yeah we just accepted For who he was Now his first name Was Peter Last name was Zerowski, so you, you, <laughs> so it was, he was, but he was light skinned like like his dad. He got his dad's skin tone, but still, some features were his, from his mom. Yeah, but we didn't look at him as black or right. white. We just looked at him as that's just that's B J. <laughs> that's Peter.
0: Yeah, and I, I, mean, I hope he, but, I hope he does that.
2: Yeah, but I, I mean. mean I hope so, too, because, I mean, it's going to be hard, though. I'm I'm sure he going to have trouble which way to go. But the good thing about life, you don't actually have to choose. you just who you, you are who you are. Yeah. And as long as you, you know, and that foundation is made at home, which I'm sure you're going to do, it's just make sure it he can be whatever he chooses to be. He can he technically, he's both. He's the best of both worlds, so... You got it all. <laughs> <laughs> he, can play,
0: he can play it both ways.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. He can play it both ways. But, I mean, I, I know how the public would view him if you have an ounce of African-American blood, and you're going to be black regardless. <laughs> so, I mean, I know that's how, you know, the world's going to view him. So, but, I mean, he, he is a, he's a – a bright kid who's going to have a bright future, so he would be all right. But I, I can see that being an issue.
0: Yeah. You ever hear that? Um, you know Trevor Noah, right? Um, yeah. So you hear that joke he tells. It's not even really a joke. He just told a story one time about how when he first came to the United States, uh, he was checking out some kind of uh, application for something, and it was like, you know, white, black. Uh, you know, I can't remember what all it was or what's on there. I ain't seen those in forever. And um mm-hmm. he's mixed and so he was looking at it like, oh, I got options? Right? Right. <laughs> he checked the white box.
2: <laughs> oh, I could choose more than one, okay. he checked okay, the I'm white- gonna check
0: both. <laughs> he checked the white box and he was like the white lady behind the counter like lost her mind. <laughs> Sir,
2: you're you're not white. Uh well why not?
0: <laughs> but isn't that crazy though? Like I know it's funny, but like now, why he, why he, why are you making him check the black box? He's just as much black as he is white. But why won't you guys let him check the white box?
2: It's racism. No, but yeah. I think a lot of it is just unconscious bias that people hold. And I've written, Have you? I personally be wanting to ask people, especially white people, have anything ever truly happened to you negative from a black person? Like, y'all have all these suspicions and things that y'all perceive is going to happen, but has it ever truly happened, or that's just what you, your perception of what we are? Because perception is rarely reality. It's <laughs> like, right. what you perceive and what's the reality of the situation is most times totally different. Yeah. And I always suggest people just get to know each other, and then you will find out everything you thought. Is wrong. Just, but you got to invest the time. And people are so scared in this society to actually invest and in get to know other people outside of their comfort zone. That's why we, it's like in a rat race, just doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over.
0: Yeah, I say this all the time where I've had white people say to me, oh, Matt, but you're different. And I'm like, no, I'm not. You just know me.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that's, truly all it is. They just know who you are and they're comfortable with you. But, I mean, they may because their perception may be other blacks are the ones wearing do-rags, sagging jeans and Mm -hmm. with a million tattoos who only speak slang and stuff like that. And and that part kills me because I'm like, it's different people. like It's different types of white people just like it's different types of black people and Mexican people and Asians. How a person chooses to act and who they truly are, that's different. Like, I'm an educated black man. I have a degree, so how I am may be very different than other people. Yeah, I'm not going to be sagging and cussing and doing stuff like that, that because that's just my upbringing. But they shouldn't group me in the same group as, you know, a gangbanger who all he's doing is robbing, stealing, and but just because we both black. I don't mean that. I, I like nice stuff. I do have a deep, a uh, nice job. I like nice stuff. What that got to do with just because I'm black, I gotta be in the hood and cuss and shoot and fight and all? Nah.
0: Yeah, but even they get that wrong. Being, you know, where they're like, okay, so you look that way, so you must be a problem, right? If you sagging yeah. or you got a do rag or whatever it is, right? I've seen white people be shocked when they meet a dude. Dressed like that, and they're like, "Oh, like uh, just a person, <laughs> like not a gangbanger, not nothing." They just out. <laughs> um, my little my little brother. Um, you ever met my little brother? I can't remember. No, i am just seen
2: videos of him skate. Oh, okay. I ain't
0: never. I remember this. Uh, this is funny as hell to me, man. We was out. We was in. Uh, we was driving from Columbus to uh Memphis one time, and we stopped off in Kentucky to get something to eat. And we was at like an IHOP. And you heard me say Kentucky, uh, right? Mood. Yeah.
1: That's a
0: probably a bad move. <laughs> so we stopped in Kentucky uh, and we went to an IHOP. And uh we walked in and um uh he, he looked he was dressed how you think um a stereotypical black guy might dress. Like he, he big baggy clothes, you know, he may even have to do rag on or something, right? And he real tall, he looked like Kevin Garnett. Right. So he um, he made me look short, and so he uh, we walk in and I ordered um, something or whatever, and uh, I can't remember if we was checking out or what we was doing, but we was at the counter in the front, and I said something to the little white girl that was behind the counter, and you know she said something back to me. I paid or whatever, and then he walked up, and I saw her eyes like widen, where she was like, like what's getting ready to happen. <laughs> right and my brother was like, "Oh, hello. How are you? How are you doing?"
2: Probably through her, all off. He
0: scared
1: the shit out of her. Like, wait, wait, what? <laughs>
0: me and him had the same upbringing. You know what I mean? Like exactly the mm-hmm. same. He just dressed different, right? He just he just a little different yeah. than me. He's because he's a different person, and um, just scared the scared the shit out of her. Man, he was just like. He did that obviously to mess with her. He was he was screwing with her because he thought it'd be funny, right? He's like, "Oh, hello, miss. How are you?" <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "What?" <laughs> um, yeah, but that's fucked up.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it, it's it's reality. For it's it's so hard to be, to in my opinion, and it's just based on my own experience. I have like me personally, I'm a large black man. So, I always have to make myself seem non-threatening in every situation, regardless of where I'm at, work, store, shopping, anywhere. Yeah. I have to purposely make sure I do nothing that makes myself seem threatening just based off of perception, because I know how easily it could be where they would think I'm about to do something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's, that's sad that I have to consciously always be aware of making myself seem a certain way just because to satisfy other people.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: I mean, I mean, but that's, that's kind of
0: like self-preservation.
2: I mean, it, like you, it's you, you, definitely you keeping, self-preservation. You're keeping yourself
0: it's, safe, right?
2: Well, yes. Um, I'm keeping me safe, and I want people to... Not think of me in that realm of I'm a risk or a problem or going to do something and then they going uh see, I knew it. They all are like, no, we're not all alike. <laughs> we're so vastly different, just like all people are so vastly different. Yeah. Like, I, I purposely try to show the world that we're different. Like, my mentality has always been like that ever since I've been a little kid. It's show the world we're not all the same yeah because we're
1: not damn
0: Uh-oh. I had two thoughts that just came to mind real quick um you ever watched the show new girl you ever heard you ever see that on Netflix no nah, there's, there's this black dude on the show he's one of the characters and uh uh he's got a white roommate and the roommate was like just a just a normal white dude and he was trying to he was trying to somehow like relate more to his black friend. Cause he had found some things out about like police brutality or whatever. So he was like being like overly, you know, like uh sensitive and like, Hey man, is everything all right? You know, he was just doing too much. Right. And he started doing like, I can't remember what he was doing specifically, but the black guy was talking to him and he was like, yo man, he's like being black means whatever I wanted to mean it doesn't mean I have to be one thing. It's whatever I want it to mean. And I was like, damn, I've, so these are like things, you know, in your head, or you might kind of think about, but I've never sat and thought about, thought about it that way. And that was crazy to me. And that was like, so, um, it's like a real freeing thought. He's like, I want, it means whatever I want it to mean. Cause I'm just a person. I'm not, I'm not a stereotype. I'm not a, you know, I'm not whatever. Like you were just saying, you know, we're just people. Yeah, um,
2: but it's so funny, like encountering situations like that show because I've I've had a sim- similar situation just in life in college, dealing with you know different 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 different, different demographics because uh, I went I started off college at University of Cincinnati before I transferred to Ohio State, yeah. and my freshman year was four guys in a room. Uh, Three of us were African Americans. One was white. One was that was white. Was from Kentucky. Now I can probably guess he's never been around other minorities, probably ever. (laughs) Yeah. So we got we. I had no problem with him because I've had friends of different races my entire life. So just being around people was just being around people. I didn't care. Yeah, But he saw it differently because like the room across from uh, the hall from us, it was the total opposite. It was three white guys and one black dude. So we were all friends, like us and the people across all of us because we all just college students. We all freshmen. So, of course, it's a we on the freshman floor. and I trying to be friends? We get word back that the white guys across the room from us asked our white guy, Hey, how do you, how does it feel to be in a room with three black guys? This was in 1999. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> yeah. This guy said, "I just think of. I don't think of it as being in a college dormitory. I think of it as I'm on a plantation, and they are my slaves." <laughs> this is 1999, <laughs> where this guy <laughs> has the mentality that he's a, a slave owner. and we're What? Yeah. Craziest thing I ever heard in my life. When they told us, because that made them look at him crazy, like, dude, are you serious? Like the fuck?
1: And that's why they
2: told us, because they, they felt it was not cool for him to even have that type of mentality. <clears throat> Excuse me. So they end up telling us that. Like, that blew my mind, though. That was the first time I physically heard someone to be openly racist. Like, you think I'm a slave and we're both on equal level? We're both students at this this college. We both got in because we had to have the grades to get in, so there's no difference between you and me getting in. Yeah. We're on equal level. We're both freshmen, both in the same room, both trying to get education but I got to be a slave (laughs) because you you don't know no better. (laughs) Like really? That's what you physically think of me. And then he made it be known by when he would try to address us, he would try to address us. Instead of calling our name, he would actually say, Hey boy. So I know where he came from. They taught him that, that that's what you do. You talk to him as like their kids, like a boy. Because he tried that with me. He kept saying, hey, boy, instead of hey, Darnell. And it only took one time for him doing that to me because I remember I will never forget that experience in my life. We were in the cafeteria when he tried that. And then I turned around to him and I said, look, because his name was Jason. I said, look, (laughs) Jason, my name is Darnell. My mother named me Darnell for a reason. If you can't call me by my name, please don't speak to me. Because you're, I'm not gonna ever let no person on this earth demean me. I'm not a boy. I'm not. I'm a grown man at this university, just like you. Either call me Darnell or don't call me at all. Because I'm not playing that game with you. I, I don't play like that. That's not funny. I'm not racist. I'm like I'm gonna treat you with respect, and I suggest you do the same with me. Now, I'm going to be real. He didn't make it. That was the first quarter of our freshman year. Yeah. He didn't make it to quarter two (laughs) as being our roommate. He moved out. Yeah. We never saw him as well. But still, yeah, that was the first crazy experience dealing with racism (laughs) like that. And it was so weird to me. I'm like, that's truly how some people think of us, like that you truly think you're better just because of something that you had no control over being born a certain color. You think that makes you better. Yeah. And it honestly, it doesn't, but you perceive it to be. And then you have people enact laws (laughs) to reinforce that belief that we're still fighting today.
0: Yeah. And that actually brings me to the next thing I was thinking. Did you see that, um, that school, I don't know where it was, but they had, like, Jersey Day, and the the white kids turned it into, like, a Thug Day. Did you hear about that?
2: No. I'm glad I didn't. No, uh, I don't watch it, because it's usually all something negative. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, um, this is what happened was, it was Jersey Day. It was, like, Spirit Jersey. Week or something, you know how the schools do. And um, a lot of the white kids turned it into thug day And so what they did was what you think they did You know, they started putting cornrows in their hair And they was mocking black people And it made the news or whatever And everybody was talking about it And like, you know, I got into one of my silly Facebook conversations Like I do And my wife keeps telling me to stop doing that <laughs> so, And somebody was like, you know, it's not a big deal You know, they made a mistake Whatever, whatever And like played it down, I'm like that's the exact that's the exact wrong way to handle this because you keep trying to play it down to act like it's not an issue and it's not a big deal. What happens when those kids grow up and become cops, teachers, loan officers, judges, politicians? Now we got a problem. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? And like they didn't think of it like that. I'm like these kids grow up. These kids doing these stupid things. They grow up. That guy in your dorm, he grow up like that, and like these people end up in positions in life, and I'm like, they just don't change. They just don't grow up and like mature and be like, yeah, I don't think like that no more, unless something happens to them. I don't know. But you get into like a situation like that, like we're in now, you know, with uh, this government and all this all this craziness going on. Um, These 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 kids grow up and you know become problems.
2: Um, yeah, I see that was here in Texas,
0: <laughs> okay. yeah, did you look it up?
2: yeah, I'm looking at it now, so my issue is a, like I said before, it's a learned behavior because these kids had to get dressed at home and their parents had to see what they were wearing and explain why they're dressing like that, and their parents thought it had to be okay to send your child to school dressed in this manner, yeah, so. I, I have a strong belief that these the kids that did it, parents have some type of racist bone in their body because if not, why would you, you know, basically you're endorsing it. You're endorsing racism by letting your kids go to school.
0: Yeah, you're condoning it.
2: You're, you're condoning this behavior. So then that means you and yourself are that same way because that's what your perception of black people is. If you're okay with sending your kids to school just in this manner. Like, I I don't like that. That's yeah. It doesn't surprise me. No, nothing ever surprises me because I wholeheartedly understand the land in which we we live in. There's racism. It's always been racism. And I mean, it's more, I believe because the person that commander in chief, I think a lot more people are more open to displaying their racism now because of the Commander-in-Chief has displayed that type of behavior, so they think it's okay. Yeah,
1: it's where been
2: before that. it was really taboo, and, I mean, it was subtle racism before, where now it's very overt <laughs> in your face because, I mean, they may feel, hey, my president like that, I don't have to hide being in it. He getting away with it. Ain't nothing happening to him.
0: Yeah.
2: Let me show my true colors like he's showing his. When the only thing he did was use a political ploy to get a certain demographic to vote for him. So he played that card. Do I, I, I personally don't believe he may be truly, the president may be truly racist. I think he's a businessman and he, all he cares about is money. And, they probably told him the easiest way for him to get more people to, to vote for him is to play that card. So he's like, All right, I'll play that card if he gets me elected. He played that card and he got him elected. Yeah. Now, it's your JD, but I I saw there's a. If a person whose whole, their soul belief is, I want to get elected by any means necessary, and you get a card to play that will help and evade you by getting Elected by doing that, I, and I think mean, that's what he did. He he only targeted a certain demographic to get voted in, and that demographic that voted him in now catching a whole lot of flack because now he like no one knows what he's gonna do. Like what sitting president would have this much turmoil and would have not been impeached by now? I don't know. No, they they would have been. If Obama had any type of this drama. That we got going on now, they would have been trying tried. To
0: oh, he went and got the nomination, man. Once the grabbing by the pussy line, come on, man. They get There's they got President pissed Obama off.
2: Had to be the perfect candidate, he had just to be perfect.
0: Uh, they his got
2: and his wife, his whole family had to be just picture
0: perfect. Yeah, they they got pissed off when Michelle Obama would walk around with sleeveless shirts on, right. They would lose their minds and the Melania out butt ass naked. Yeah. Fam. Double savers. <laughs> we know what it is. Um double savior. I think I think Trump's racist, man. Um, only reason I think that is uh, I saw um some documentary that was talking about his past and how like his dad and they had some kind of like uh uh real estate venture or something uh, apartments and uh they had codes on the applications and i can't remember what the codes were like i'll just say like b for like black and white or something so they knew who was who they was turning out black people
1: yeah Um,
0: something like that but i don't know if that's racially motivated um, or if that's business motivated because you'll hear white people say things like black people move in property value goes down. You hear all that bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I got my I got all kinds of suspicions. Um, so I wanted to ask you real quick did you did you um, well, I think I was texting you when I won't say the name of the place um, uh, where, where you work at uh, when I tried to come back to visit? Yeah um did you hear all that whole thing played out no
2: <laughs> I, I remember you texted me but i wasn't there <laughs>
0: okay so um i went up there that i was getting a haircut down the street and i was like oh let me swing by the job you know and say say hey to everybody it's like a couple weeks after i had left and um and so i go to the front and you know, I, I was like you know um, here to visit uh, i forget i gave somebody's name i won't say their name and i figured they would just sign me in and then i would you know be able to to, to go say hi, hi to people this um, old white guy behind the counter uh or the desk was like looking at me and he was like you know who are you here to see and what's going on and where are you from and what's your name and I'm like, you know, Matthew Osborne, and I was like, I used to work in this building, and I was in the that so-and-so department, and I'll have to right. look you up, and he's like making it a thing, and so the person I asked to come down and sign me in came down, and they were like, yeah, this is, uh, this is Matt, and um, I can vouch for him, and he can come with me, and then he was holding that guy up. That guy had to leave because it was taking too long. Uh, HR... Came out and um, they were like, some people in that office, they were like, hey, what's up, Matt? What's going on? I was like, hey, y'all, what's going on? How how you been? And they like give me hugs and stuff. Right? (laughs) Dude behind the desk is still like giving me like a hard time. Like, you know, I can't can't let you pass the gate. I'm like, not even with an escort. I'm like, what are you talking about? There's another lady behind him. And like now it's like three security guards. And they're like, who are you? And do we know you? And I was like, Yeah, I've said hi to you for like the last four years every morning when I came in. You know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't wow. like that when I told her that. <laughs> and so, long story short, um, I was like, Listen, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. This is getting this is getting crazy. And y'all are like all standing up right now. And meanwhile, I'm 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 in dress pants and a polo shirt. Okay. <laughs> it's me you know you know me you know you know how I how I carry myself so I'm like okay so I go to my car I drive around to the back and I was going to wait for um, you and your brother to come out when work was over just to say what's up right yeah in the back where the uh, garages I go to the back of the park another security guard comes out the back is like looking at my car walks back in the building I was like I'm getting out of here before they call it the cops <laughs> Wow! I was like that was nuts And so I texted a friend of mine Who has her friend always come in To visit White people Ex-employees Always in the building Always walking around What is that man (laughs) They just tell me last week How um, an ex-employee came in there Older white guy was all in the building all walking around they wouldn't let me in wow it's crazy right yeah that's that's nuts I was like really I was like y'all worried about me me all right cool I was like I ain't coming up here ever again wow Uh, that's true Yes, that was that was messed up. So, um oh hold on a second. Um I forgot where I was at. We got Well we got we got way we got all, <laughs>
2: uh, about Christianity. Um, <laughs> but that's and all good black stuff.
0: Black. Um oh one of the things I wrote down was um Middle East and uh, how they viewed us because uh, you were asking you were kind of talking about like how you wonder how the other people see us and it wasn't related exactly to how you think they're looking at us now it was just that i was trying to point out another point of view because like you can't control where you're born and you gotta imagine if you're right. just a kid and you're born over there you know and then like this country full of all these people that seem to be like rich and wealthy and got right. music videos and rappers and you know, uh, Silicon Valley and just all that, and they like bombing you. Man, I would hate yeah. us too. <laughs> yeah. I would hate America if I was somewhere else. Like, man, what? Over here blowing us
2: up. Do? Yeah, you bombing us and we just trying to live free and be fruitful and multiply like y'all do.
0: Yeah, but like, I say that, and some knucklehead is going to be like, oh, you hate America. I'm like, no, fam, I'm just not an idiot. those are human beings too you know
2: well if they don't understand what you're saying you're understanding if you had a perception of their perspective of y'all the big bad America is bombing us and now we're not saying we are we're not we're just saying if like we can only base our mentality off of where we live so of course we were born in America so we're protected by America no one's bombing America so outside of, you know, the World Trade Center and stuff like that, but outside of those, specific 9-11 and, like, Oklahoma City bombing there and Pearl Harbor, yeah, there really ain't been many attacks here so that we, I'm sure we have a sense of we're safe for the most part than other countries. Yeah. We're not, we're not waking up thinking, oh, my house gonna get bombed today, you know, like, they, they—that may be a fear that they have to deal with on a daily basis. That some other country is going to come attack and wipe everybody out. That's not something Americans even perceive. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not like I can—I can equate it to probably like racism. White people don't view life the way we do because the things that happen to African Americans don't happen to white people. Yeah, so that that's the farthest thing that they can ever fathom. Just like being an American, the furthest thing as an American black or white that we can fathom is another country coming to bomb us. Yeah. You know, or I mean, yeah, we can think of going to war, but we don't think the war is going to happen
1: here. (laughs) It's
2: always, yeah. It ain't going to be here in my neighborhood. It's going to be in another country somewhere where that war is going to take place, where we're going to ship soldiers to, it ain't here. So I, my mentality about life in general is, hey, I'm gonna have a good life as long as I go to work and make a good income. And my life gonna be cool. I mean, for the most part. Yeah. They gonna look at it as my life is in constant turmoil. They ain't thinking about education. or They just think about survival. Yeah. So from their perception, they may hate America. and we're not saying that because we hate. We love Americans. We love the safety for the most part, that it brings. I mean, it ain't all good for everybody here. Right. But it's better than being somewhere else. And I think me saying that is what some people may, <coughs> excuse me, and a mentality of that, like, well, at least you're not there. So you can at least be grateful for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we should be grateful there we're not in a, the Middle East getting bombed and mm-hmm. whatever they do to us here doesn't compare. No. Wrong is wrong, right is right. If you're you wrong about something, you wrong, it don't matter if it's like a law or, or a law. Yeah. <laughs> and to equate that back to Christianity, how I think about sin, there's no different levels of sin. All sin is the same. Sin is sin. So, adultery and killing somebody or telling them a lie, they're all, if it's a sin, it's a sin. Like, you can't, there's no one sin bigger or smaller than the other. Sin is sin. We're all born in the sin. Like, we were all born in the darkness. If, if you read the Bible, what was here wasn't light first, it was darkness. If you read the Word, God said, let there be light. So, light had to illuminate from somewhere to illuminate on the darkness. But, I, I don't know. Like my whole perception about Christianity, like I, I, my whole life is given to God, but I, I see it's it's so much corruption in churches and stuff like that. Like what I go to church for, and what other people go to church for, it can be different. Like I've seen where it's a fashion show. I've seen where pastors just want money. Like the way they preach is all about how much you get in the church and stuff like that. I don't rock with stuff like that. Like. I just need the word where it applied where I can personally take it and apply it to my life to better myself or my family. That's it. Whatever I choose to do is a choice between me and God, not me and the church. Like the God knows they always God knows my heart, that's church. Cause the church can be anywhere. A physical church can be your know, car, it can be a bathroom, it can be your house. It can be your job. Anywhere can be a church where multiple people gather to praise the name. Anywhere can be a church. So that doesn't have to be a building. That always has a building fund. You got to, you know, pay so much in tithes and giving an offering and people catching the Holy Ghost. That doesn't have to be the church. Like, I wish more, what I personally wish is more people actually read the Bible versus just listening to what someone tells you that's in the Bible. To me, that's very ignorant of people Is they go to church and never actually open the Bible for themselves. Because once you open it and read it for yourself, you'll have a better understanding of what people are trying to tell you. Because a person can put a spin on any word. They do that all the time. In every way you walk a life, they try to spin the truth. But if you know the truth for yourself, you can't get caught up in the the BS. I mean, I feel like the truth was in in the books for everything in life, for business, for financial wealth. It's in the books, but people don't choose to open it and read them.
0: So I got a question for you and, um, just a kind of an observation. And I, I promise I, I, I really am speaking genuinely here. I don't mean any kind of disrespect to you or any, any, any believer. Um, so when you were talking early on about, um, you know, being young and going to church, And, Mm -hmm. um, just kind of being a part of that, um, that environment. And then you kind of talked a little bit about how you grow up and you go to the church, you went to the one in Columbus and, uh, I think you were saying come as you are. It seems to me like you're talking about like a support group. It, it, It sounds like, okay. It's like, you know like a like a barbershop almost like a place where people can come together and be be comfortable and talk and and you know commune and you know kind of a, a, enjoy each other and not judge each other it's like a safe place
2: that's the that's to me is the true essence of what church should be that's why I said it doesn't have to be an actual church building. It mm-hmm. can be a barbershop. it can be a pool hall. It can be anywhere where you go to gather. To me, to do something or talk about, it could be talk about something positive, get something off your chest, and leave with a better understanding and feeling better than when you you got there. That could be church.
0: So the question I kind of have is like, I've I've read a lot of the Bible. It's been a long time though, because that was more or less when I was um, a teenager. Um, because I was brought up um, in, a, in a Pentecostal church and um, it, it's like I've always seen this and it kind of is what pulls me away from the religion and the Bible per se and make and has made me lean more towards God um, outside of any kind of religion or, or book is like it seems like I've seen a lot of people cherry pick things in the bible and they only pull from you know what benefits their point of view or their conversation and like for example like the bible talks a lot about slavery and condoning slavery but Mm -hmm. people won't really talk about that And then, like, I don't think God or Jesus ever really spoke out about slavery in the Bible in those times because it was common. But you you won't hear that, or I haven't heard that people talk about that, but they'll talk about the things that kind of, like I said, resemble the parts they like. Mm -hmm. And so that's why, that's kind of always been my... I guess, kind of beef with uh, black people and the Bible of Christianity. I'm like, I can't square that circle because I'm like, that's the religion that was used to enslave us. How are we okay with that now? And is it more or less about the religion or is it about the community? And God and it's like Christianity just seems to just fall into it cuz it's like we were kidnapped, we were brought over here, we were given european you know religion.
2: Right?
0: And that that this that just doesn't sit well with me. Like if I had to pick any religion, I guess I'd be a muslim. But even then I'm not going to be a part of any religion. I'm just like cuz I can't I can't trust it. Um, I'm always suspicious of it. Does that, it. no,
2: go ahead. No, I'm, I know what I'm saying. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's kind of really it. It's just like, I I can't, I can't understand. That was kind of one of the questions I wanted to ask you, not just for the sake of this pocket. Just, I'm just kind of curious, you know, where I'm like, I don't, I can't understand how black people are so into Christianity. And I'm like, it can't be Christianity to me. It seems like it's gotta be more than that. It's gotta be the community and it's gotta be a higher power. It can't I think Christianity just fills that gap, I think, for some people. Like, where do we go? Well, we this is the closest thing to us. This is what we know. Cause I'm like, that's that it's ain't it ain't always been good for us.
2: I wholeheartedly agree. And why I agree with that is because I choose what I said about people opening the book and reading for themselves. Yeah. If people, a lot of pastors will take certain excerpts out the Bible to make it fit their message Yeah. and not read it in its entirety. So if you don't get the whole picture, you just get a small part that he going to make it sounds really good for the message he's trying to portray. Yeah. That's all you going to know. And for the most part, especially when they brought black to America and they taught us Christianity, that was taught teaching us from a perspective of it's a white Jesus, white people are in power, be grateful, and just serve this God that we telling you to serve. Yeah. When there's always been a, a form of religion right. or just being, you know, praising a God forever. It's been in Africa. It's been everywhere. Right. The name of it is just what changes. Like every religion has some, you know, serves a God except for atheists. But every religion serves a form of a higher being.
0: So, are you talking about so, a? Are you talking about the higher, like a higher power, or are you talking like specifically Jesus Christ?
2: For me, per for me specifically, I believe in a higher being that I just choose to call Jesus, Jesus Christ. That's just a cho- that I just choose to call him Jesus oh. versus Muhammad. Allah or so do you think? Cares. So
0: you don't think they're wrong, Ooh. like a Muslim?
2: No, that's just how not. they
0: identify with God. That's
2: Just their identify identification of the same thing. I think all of what Bibles and the Quran. I think they. I think they all say the same thing to just Man, different people.
0: Why don't you tell me that? <laughs>
2: I have like I've I've been to different churches. Like I have close friends who are Muslim. I ain't got no problem with the Muslim faith or the Quran or anything. Because to me, it's saying the same thing. Long as it's for something positive, it's the same message. <laughs> like that's all it is to me. It's the same message to different tongues. <laughs>
1: Like, speaking different right by your, it's
2: just, it's the thing. Yeah, it's just speaking different languages.
0: Oh, Mike. Man, I can't Fair believe you never talked about that. Yeah. Because, like I said, I'm I not going to judge obviously. because that's what you do. But I I, I always had questions because I'm like, yo, why are we... I don't know if it's that way for, for, for a lot of black people. I always felt like it was, but... I can't, you know, I can't speak for that. Everybody's got to speak for themselves. So I'm just like, why are we, t- why are we, t- why are we serving this white, this white God? Like, <laughs> what is that? Like, like really?
2: You know, I mean, even the description of Jesus the, is, don't show he's white, but the portrait they try to paint is that he's white. Like, the own words in the Bible don't refer to someone who is Caucasian. It just yeah. doesn't. But they to tell you he white, yeah. but I don't listen. I don't listen to to hardly anything someone's telling me if I can't fact check it. Okay. And you really can't fact check what Jesus truly was because the Bible was written by me.
1: So let me now ask you
2: this. Of,
0: oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Oh, no! I'm just gonna say there, there's parts in there that anybody can take and make it something relevant to your life, and it can help change something for the positive. So I choose to focus on that. Like, that's why I like non-denominational churches versus Pentecostal or AME or Baptist or Methodist or anything, or even Catholic. Like, I just like it to be not focused on the denomination. Like, because that's what I feel too many churches focuses on, that versus just bettering your life, like being a good human being. Long as you're a good human being, I don't care what your race is. You I love I, I, I don't care if you're a good human being. You, you respect me as a human. I respect you as a, a human. I'm gonna rock with you, and I will never, you know, judge who you praise as long as it's positive. That's all I personally. That's what I personally get from being a Christian. Like I just live for something positive, and I I try to live it by what. He wants it not not what I want. I don't, I don't want the same way I used to. I don't do things I used to do in the past. Like I used to just do things because I chose to do them, and I don't do that way. Yeah. I just try to be a positive person. I, I don't lie. Like I, I don't do none of that. I don't cheat. I don't lie. I don't do none of that. I just try to live a positive life and try to help people because that's the. I feel you reap what you sow, in all walks of life. And I reap what I sow when I did bad, and I reap what I sow when I did good. And I see personally the differences in my life's outcome when I do good versus bad. Now, karma. Karma is real. I think many people may not think about that, but karma, to me, is real because I physically saw karma always come back. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. But what you invest in something comes back to you one way or the other. I've never seen karma fail in nobody's life. <laughs> in one way, shape or form, karma always comes back. That's just my philosophy, based on my experience. So but I can't speak that for other people. I can just base that on my own experiences in life. Karma has a hundred percent always came back, good, bad or indifferent.
0: So I, I got a really specific question. Um <laughs> so I'm curious. Do do so do you um, do you believe that there was a guy that came here to earth in the form of God or like, you know, in the form of a human? I mean, like, do you think God came here in the form of a human to talk to us? Mm. Like, like you said, you, Christians will say Jesus. It, Muslims will say, "Is it, is it the Prophet Muhammad?"
2: Is that what yeah, it is? It, it, a, because they got a, a lie and came back through the Prophet Muhammad, like which I believe. That's is their.
0: That's here. okay.
2: So I think that it's all the same, but just. But do you things. think,
0: like, just fundamentally speaking, like do you think that there was a there was a dude that came back, or you're not sure?
2: In my heart. Am I putting you on the spot, by the way?
0: I'm sorry if I am, but I'm I'm genuinely curious. No, you're
2: not. You're fine. Okay. You're fine. The way I look at life, I look at if that didn't happen, how were we smart enough to make a story about it to happen to try to live better? You know what I mean? Like, how, how do we create religion, not the part where people use it to enslave people and control. get money and stuff like that part, not that part about it, but the part about just being a better human being and love thy neighbor and do right by people, like good and bad, like, because the story about Jesus is he came to die for all the sins that has happened in the past and that will happen in the future. He came to feel what it felt like to be a human being and, you know, act as our benefactor to God to say they can get right through me. So I believe that's just my choice and personal belief that there had, there's something may have happened a long time ago Uh where the sins that I done has already been forgiven long as I choose to be a better person.
0: Okay.
1: Okay.
2: Because okay. if not, why do people choose to be good? Because it, it's... In life, it's easier to be bad than good. Because you're born into a bad where you can be greedy and deceitful and lie and cheat still, get over get over being conniving and that's so easy for people to do. It's like second nature, right? Mm-hmm. It's harder to be honest and open and be accountable. Why? It, that's just reality. Reality is it's harder for people to do that because it makes the person, like, they can't hide themselves. They can't hide behind the facade of what they want people to believe or think when the truth comes out. now wholehearted truth that's hard to do. It, why is it hard to be truthful? And why is it so easy to lie? What do you think about that? Like, why, why do you think it's so much easier to be bad? Than
0: um, see, now you're pulling me into like a philosophical question. <laughs> <laughs> Cause this is like stuff that I get, I get down on. So like, because I have, I've had this debate for years where I'm like, is there a heaven or a hell, and or is there anything, you know? And from that, like from that thinking, I kind of tend to that, that. That thinking leads to, well, if there's no heaven and hell, what is the point of good and evil? And then I'm asking. Well, how can you have good if there's no evil? How would you be able to measure what's good? Right? Yeah. And so I don't have the answers to these questions, but I find myself always kind of coming back to, I think good and evil are right and wrong, however you want to put it tend to kind of be this thing that just exists I don't I don't think it's made up I don't think it's something no, that, that, that we know, came up with in our know. head it kind of seems to okay. be a thing because I've had this debate several times with people where I'm like is that is good and evil is that learned or is it just in us and i, I think that's, that's why i i, I kind of come down on as i think it's in us you know and i, I but then i'm like okay <laughs> not to get too far but then you'll see like an animal murder another animal cuz it's got to eat you yeah. know so aren't we aren't we mammals so, like
2: we're the same way; we're no different. <laughs> I think we veer off the path of our assignment, but I'm like,
0: but, you know, so does good, bad apply to animals? Why does it only apply to us?
2: I think it applies to everything,
0: but does an animal know you know what's good and bad i I, think, I, I don't know that they do. I
2: think that there had to be something that occurred to give human beings dominion. So you're
0: talking about the Garden of Eden? Yeah. Okay.
2: Because if not, why are we the only ones aware that we have dominion over the land? Like we're aware, but do we?
0: Because like you let a lion off up in a you know in a city. He's going to have dominion over us <laughs> until we get a weapon. Sure.
2: <laughs> right. But well, we, had, we, we had the foresight to create weapons to become more powerful than even the most powerful is jungle animal. <laughs> the lion, the lion, you know, or bear or anything. Uh, yeah. We had foresight to be able to create things to get us the power over something else. It's not just nature taking its course something went wrong and we became self-aware. Like we're the only mammals or beings that's not in our natural habitat. Meaning everything else, a roach is just a roach. You don't have to get, go to the store, put on clothes or do anything other than be a roach or a bird. Don't have to do nothing besides be a bird. Like we're the only ones that evolved to do something different.
0: What are we supposed to be doing? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not like I'm. I'm just again. I'm curious, you know, to hear.
2: No, yeah. I mean, that's a good question. Are we doing what 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 should it look like? We're assigned to do, or are we doing what we wanted to do versus what nature wanted us to do? Because I, I'm pretty sure. I don't think nature wanted us to jack the planet up (laughs) because so much is going wrong with the Earth. The things that's going wrong with the earth are man-made, right? Yeah. Well, well, do you agree to that? Yeah,
0: I, I think these are a lot of our. We create a lot of these problems. We're, we
2: are our own worst enemy because we are insatiable, meaning we're never satisfied. Human beings are never satisfied; they always want more, more land, more money, more power, more anything, and that's the, like it's a constant war within ourselves of trying to be good. But it's so easy to be bad. Like, that's that's a... I think human beings of all races and ethnicities are always at a constant war within themselves of how should I be today? You know, like I said, it's easy to be bad and it's hard to be good. Like, but you're aware of the choice of, like, I think everything in life is a choice in how you react to it. You know, you can always choose to react one way or the other. You can't help what happens to you, but you can choose how you react to it. Yeah. So whatever happens in my life to me, I can't control that. Yeah. And so I don't try to. i never try to. And, and that's something I have learned in life, that I can't control outcomes other than my own that I have power over. And I only have power over the outcomes that I have to physically understand. If I make this choice, this is more likely the outcome that will happen from it. But I can't choose that if someone else has that power over my situation. So I try to never give people power over my situation outside of certain things that you really can't have control over. Like, okay, yeah, if you get a job and you work for somebody else, you got to do what they say. To have a favorable outcome that you are gonna keep getting a paycheck, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So outside of stuff like that, I I don't try to control like I don't just try to control friendships or people or nothing. Like not even people in my family. People gonna be they gonna do what they gonna want to do regardless. So me trying to it's still what I think they should or shouldn't do. I'm not gonna do that. People gonna live their own life and they gotta you know learn on their own. If they want to come to me and talk to me and ask for my advice, I'll be wholeheartedly okay to give it. But I don't do that. I'm just trying to. Nah. I don't like that way. Listen, man. But, um... Hold
0: <laughs> <what> the- <laughs> up. I'm going to have to have you back on. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: I can talk. That's- I mean... I got a million things, so I can talk.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Because... Okay, now that I have an idea what this is going to be like when we when we talking on here, then I'm like we can I think we can really uh, we can really talk about some stuff. <laughs> so,
2: yeah,
1: because <laughs> like
2: I'm a th- I'm very quiet and I'm very observant. I, I like to always observe my surroundings. So I think I think a whole lot about a whole lot of stuff. And I have an opinion, I'm not saying it's my opinion is right about anything, but I still have something that I can say about something.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I got a page full of notes here of like things that we could talk about that I wanted to keep talking to you about. But I'm like, this can go on forever. And I, I, I apologize <laughs> to everybody if, if we were all over the place. That, that That's going to be my fault because I didn't pick a specific topic. I just wanted to talk and kind of see what where we headed. So now I kind of got an idea. Some things that we could talk about that I want to talk to you about. <laughs> um, I mean, are you cool to come back, you know, whenever? Uh,
2: Matt, I'll be afraid. I mean, yeah, man. But see, I'm, see, again, and you
0: know me, man. Like, I, I'm not going to, I don't take things for granted. I don't, I don't use people. Um, I try to be upfront as I can. So I'm not just going to be like, yeah, you're going to come on whenever. No, nah, I'm on, you know, you're you a person, man, you got your own time. Do you do?
2: We'd already had the conversation though. Okay. <laughs> not on the <laughs> We'd already had. I mean, talk. but now that you kind of <laughs> got, a, cool
0: we we we've done it, and now you got a little taste for it. So I'm like, you know, I'm putting you on the spot. By the way, but I mean, you said you was
2: cool, so. Um, I'm always down to talk. Like yeah. I always look forward to I talk that much. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I
0: know, and I ain't there no more, so.
2: <laughs> I know, so it ain't. You still man, I'm still in our I still like talking to you. Yeah. You still my boy. up there. still your boy. So, ain't no different to me.
0: I don't care if somebody else listens to it. I do. I I'm do. Fine with that. I do miss that, man. That was probably one of the most enjoyable things is just talking with people uh up there. And that's the first place I might. I keep wanting to say the name of the place, but I, I gotta catch myself. Nah, um <laughs> <Good job. laughs> I keep trying to. I keep thinking, like, when I moved here, that was the first job I had. So, like all the people I know, for the most part, in Texas, you know, <laughs> came from up there. You know, that's where I met y'all. Yeah. So, um, I, I I missed that. It was a sad day when I when I left, and uh, you know, I, I I my eyes may have watered a little bit, you know, but you know. <laughs> Cause I was gonna miss the friendships.
2: Oh, most definitely. I, I, trust me, I know we we walked you out.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, and I was I, trying to be I, cool about it, like, all right, well, y'all see y'all there. <laughs> trying
2: to be all cool, I'm like, man, I hope you leave. Ain't cool, man. but I mean, I understand why are you leave because uh, you got to take that leap. You know what I'm saying? And you got to know <laughs> for yourself because right? I know if you did that, um, that. You don't want to live with regrets, so yeah. I wholeheartedly understand why you made that leap. If same leap, like I said, you know our nephew made, you know, and he he never looked back. I want you never look back as well. You keep doing your thing, man.
0: Right? Yeah, funny thing about that, real quick, was um when I tried to go back up there to to say hi and visit, and then what what happened? What you know when I was telling you about what happened. My yeah. wife was like, yo, maybe God's telling you to just like, don't look back. <laughs> yeah. And just get on out of there and make your move.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, anybody that's still going to be cool with you, going to be cool you, regardless of that building there or not. So, yeah. It's more about, you know, coming up there to say hi. Right, people going to still reach out. Yeah. And hang out and all that, regardless of where you're at. Yeah.
0: All right, man. Um, so yeah, I, I, I really do appreciate you taking the time to come on and, and speak with me. And um I, I really I think this was a really cool episode. I think it was all over the place, but I think that was cool and it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, hopefully somebody listens to it and they can get something from it. Um, but yeah, man, I'm definitely gonna ask you to come back on.
2: Anytime, man.
0: All right, man. I'm gonna holler at you and uh I think I'm gonna be up that way next week. So, you know, I'll see what y'all doing. All
1: right. That's cool.
0: All right, man, I'll holler at you. All right. All right. Yep. All right, man. That was that was my guy. That was that was Darnell. Uh Darcell's brother, his twin. Uh and you've seen Darcell in a couple other episodes. Uh real cool dudes. They both from um they actually from Detroit. Um, but they lived a lot of their life in Ohio. And when we met down here in uh, Dallas, we was like, yo, you, we both all kind of from Ohio. It was crazy. Cause like i or Columbus. um, It's, it's not a huge place, but you know, it's decent size. And, but you, you kind of run into a lot of the same people. So I was just kind of shocked that i never ran into them, uh, especially Darnell. Cause we both went to the same college. I was there for a little bit, and uh funny thing is i'm like thinking i probably did run into him but just didn't know him at the time so you know that's that's that i'm going to go ahead and go to the playlist shuffle and get y'all out of here uh, i'm going to shuffle Ooh. see y'all next week